Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking with Doug Little. He's the leader and flute player for Charanga Tropical, and you have a show coming up at Crooners Saturday night, 7 o'clock. Hello, Doug. Hi there. So glad to have you on the show. So tell us a little bit about the band. Uh, the band was formed in 2006. I had already traveled to Cuba on a couple research grants for five months. And when I was there, I saw this instrumentation known as charanga, which features flutes and violins, three violins with mixed with Latin rhythm section and vocals. And so when I came back to Minneapolis, I formed that ensemble with some great American and Cuban musicians and other salsa musicians. And we've been playing ever since. Um, I guess our big uh, activity was in 2015, we traveled to Cuba and we're invited to play a major festival for danson, which is sort of the uh, preeminent, <coughs> preeminent style of danson. I'm sorry, preeminent style of charanga music. Nice. Tell me a little bit more about the instrumentation and, and if you know about the history of how that ensemble formed, because that is unique instrumentation. Yeah, the, the, the history of charanga music actually goes back to the beginning of the 19th century when the French immigrants who had uh, traveled to Louisiana had that land sold by Napoleon. And at the same time, there was a revolution in Haiti. And so all these French people, about 50,000, traveled to the nearest island, which was Cuba. And um, they were welcomed with open arms because they knew how to make sugar. At, and at that time, sugar wasn't happening in Cuba. Haiti had 90% 90, 90 of the sugar market in the world. Wow. Uh, and so it's hard to imagine, but there were two or three years there was no sugar in the world. And so uh, the Spanish were really excited to have the French come with their technology and, and create sugar plantations in Cuba. And they brought with them that knowledge, but they also brought with them their preferred instruments, which were the flute, violin, and piano, known as the French trio. And so they were the ones who introduced the piano into Cuban music, not the Spanish who brought the guitar. And for almost a century, they just played their music apart from the other music happening in Cuba. But in uh, 18, I think it was 71, the first danson was written. And uh, it's kind of a merging of classical and Latin styles. And charanga, the instrumentation used to be called charanga francesa, which means French charanga. But eventually people just dropped the French part and just started calling it charanga. And so this style of music came out of using the violins as kind of uh, both a harmonic pad, but also like a percussive cushion combined with all the other instruments and using the flute to play high solos above the whole thing. And um, it was the instrumentation that introduced cha-cha-cha to the world in the 1950s. And it's just a fantastic sound, but it's rarely heard outside of Cuba. There's maybe, as far as charanga orchestras in the United States, there's maybe six or seven. And most of those are in New York, Miami, or Los Angeles. So that's, um, that's the history of it. Yeah, and it's, it is special that we can hear that right here in the Twin Cities. So tell us a little bit about the show that's happening Saturday night at Crooners. It's outside. Yeah, Crooners. I, you know, I had I had played the club before when it was inside, but I love playing outside. It's right by the lake. They now have this nice 
tent set up. I think we're going to have fantastic weather on Saturday. Tables are spaced far apart. We have a large stage with a nice sound system. And we just play our repertoire of music. Um, Charanga music runs the gamut from really beautiful boleros to salsa music that people know with all the the uh, percussive dancing beats. And so I guess one thing that makes our shows unique on the Latin music scene is just the variety of repertoire and moods that we can tap into. And so we'll play one really long set starting at 7 p.m. as the sun goes down about 8 o'clock. And we're just going to take people on a musical journey, just like 100 years of Cuban music, just playing all kinds of different things. That sounds fantastic. Now, is 2015 the last time you've gotten to be in Cuba? Well, I'm really fortunate in that I, um, I've i gotten to work a little bit in tourism. So I've taken five groups to, tur- to Cuba. Oh, nice. Two, two working for another company, and then three with my own small tourism company, Tesca Travel. Of course, all that's not happening now. They're not letting f- flights in and out of Cuba. Um, but I have gotten to go there. And prior to that, I was doing a lot of music research and I should mention, you know, there's lots of great musicians in the band and and this Saturday we're going to be joined by, uh, Cuban singer Damian Rodriguez and also Cuban singer Frankie uh, Riveri and all the other musicians. So it'll be, it'll be quite a party. Yeah. I was going to ask you about some of the players, uh, because it just, I mean, that instrumentation, when you think about violinists and even flutists to a certain extent, you think of classical music and that kind of training. So I, I can't imagine it was easy or maybe it was to find players who could play in this style that were, you know, skilled at those instruments. Um, you know, the one of the impetuses for forming this group was I thought that there would be violinists who would be interested in playing something different than classical music. Yeah. That, that there are so many violinists that surely a few would want to break out of the orchestra section. Um, and so the, that's who we have in the group. But that said, it takes a long time for a violinist to get comfortable with the percussive elements and just the sheer volume of some of the Latin music, which is so different than playing in the chamber music section. Yeah. Um, the flute part, my part, is also really um, unique and challenging, but I've put in the time both in Cuba and here studying it. But it's definitely not something that I'm able to sub out. I did once, tr- I did once try to sub it out, and that was kind of a disaster. Oh, no. uh, but that's a that's a story for another interview. Yeah, I guess so. So the show Saturday night uh, on the fifth, seven o'clock start, and uh, it's going to be outside. You said you'll play one one long set. And uh, Doug, you you want to share a tune with us now that uh, we'll we'll hear together? Sure. This is a really beautiful danzón. Uh, entitled Los Tres Bailadores, or The Three Dancers. And what's unique about this danzón and several of the ones that we recorded in Cuba is right in the middle, there's an American theme. And this isn't one that we uh, arranged. This is the way it was originally recorded in 1950. And the Cuban composers would sometimes use Broadway themes or themes from American movies and put that in the music. And so this music harkens back to a time when there was a lot more collaboration between American and um, Cuban artists. And in the middle, you'll hear the jazz classic Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, that was a tune by Charanga Tropical, and I'm speaking with Doug Little, who is the flutist and leader of the band. Uh, Doug, tell us what we just heard. Uh, that was a tune, Los Tres Baladores, that featured in the middle of it the jazz classic from Broadway, Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. Doug Little, thank you so much for speaking with us today. Your show is Saturday night at 7 o'clock at Crooners. Thanks so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for having me.